Oh, you're listening to the best outdoor show ever. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors with my dad, Braden Gunn, and Mr. Glenn. The show that got me to eat frog legs. Come on, boys! From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Uh, uh. Hour number three, here we go. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Live on the radio here in the studio is uh, Braden Gunn, Bill George, and uh, we got that guy... Vince Noble there on the end, and then Megan Bales is also in the studio with hot mics in front of her. My bad. Sorry. <clears throat> Oops. Uh, if you were, uh, if you took a look at the uh, Big and Wild page this past week, I uh, conversed with Bill George about this. Uh, watermatters.org. Of course, that is a division of uh, Swift Mud. You know, the Southwest Florida Water Management District. They put out a little uh, information video about how bad, how awful, how destructive the invasive species known as the wild hog is on their lands. And uh, I find it extremely funny that all the old Swiftwood property that back in the day that Glenn Kinman and I used to go hunt on, once uh, we were keeping the hog populations down at a pretty good uh, pace, and then, of course, once they took it over and said you can't hunt it anymore, all of a sudden they're now overwhelmed with them and they're destroying the watershed every single day. And uh, there's a nice little video that we put up there from them, from their waterworks thing, where they have some biologist guy or whatever he is walking around showing all the destruction on the property itself. And then, of course, puts in the little two cents that, you know, we have, you know, trappers out here trying to keep things under under wraps and keep everything under control. And I just put the little suggestion out there, you know, if they opened it up to year-round hog hunting, uh, I'm sure that the numbers would probably be much lower. What do you think? Do you think that would actually work? Bill George, anyone? Anyone? In the <laughs> I agree. No. I mean, I think they should do that. No, they, that, that won't work. But well, uh, Why would it work? It won't work because... Um, the hunters, the average still hunters, are not going to keep up with the hog population. They never have. If you want to turn around and keep up with the hog population, dogs. Dogs are the way to. But you don't still always let, get let them, them all. Hunt them, you know, like let people hunt them. Because oh no, I, I'm I'm all you're for. You're not going to ever eradicate them. I'm all for. Help. I am all for public access. But the question was. Is that really going to help? And the answer is no. Is it right? Yes. But will it do make a significant dent in the population? No. Dogs will turn around and get what's there, and they will make them to the point where it's better to go on the neighbor's property than That's to come right. by on your property. So what they don't get, they're going to put enough pressure on where 
the average still hunter, how many how many times have hogs been laid up in palmettas and normal hunter would walk right by walk them. right by oh, them. Yeah. never oh, know they're they're there. Well, and plus like if you're bow hunting you know you, you shoot one pig if you go out with dogs you can catch several hogs in one night well that's Correct. what i was my suggestion would be you open it up for year round so you got the still hunters that are walking through during the day and then when the when the sun goes down turn it loose to the 18 19 year olds who are out there running around with dogs everywhere pulling them off the property because as you just pointed out uh, Matt, who uh, got a hog for Vince one time, they'll go out, they'll catch uh, yeah. 10, 20, 15 hogs a night. I mean, seriously, it's it's not that hard. If you follow Brooksy Hall out there from Brandon Ford. He's always fo- out there getting them all the time. Dude, I mean, them, the those dogs are bar, 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 and they're one right after another. Uh, you know, dogs, to them, it's it's an exciting, great thing they love to do. It's in their blood, and they'll kill each other. They'll run till they are in complete exhaustion uh, to keep going out and catching hogs. So you got to rotate dogs and everything else. But um, if they would open it up to still hunters during the day, hog hunters at night, I, I don't think I mean, you'd see too many hogs on that property for very long. I mean, why wouldn't they do that? I mean, and, it would just make sense. And as I pointed out I, months ago, when we were talking about the, the old well fields when they had that job opening out sure. there. I said, here's an idea. Uh, you have somebody buy a permit that can hunt it and go run dogs in there. Cost them uh, 150 200 bucks, and uh, they can go in there for the entire season, go year-round. Yeah. You get a, a tag that goes in there so that you can hunt the swift mud property. And that's any swift mud property. I know there's some that are in between housing projects or, you know, neighborhoods. So, you know, you don't want 30-odd sixes ripping <laughs> off out of there. But no. for as Megan pointed out, why couldn't you open it up for bow hunting during the day and running dogs at night? Boom! If that's what, if that's your goal to remove them off the property, what better way to do it? Make it happen, Bill. Because a trapper is going to take them off. Uh, once they learn those traps, hogs aren't stupid. You know, you either got to keep moving them or you got to keep changing them. Because once that box trap is out there, I don't care how much corn you put in that thing. <laughs> One gonna, gets caught, they're done. They're going to look at that thing and go, "Oh, that was here when uh, Uncle Benny got caught in there." <laughs> I am. I, there's a few grains on the outside. I'll munch on those, but I ain't going in. I'm not going in there. <laughs> they are smart animals. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm not crazy, man. I am not uh, going in there. So, I'm all for opening up to public access, but it's swift mud. I I understand that, and yeah, it has nothing I, to do with I the FWC. And and that's where you know we fall short as being hunters and wanting more access and not going to some of their board meetings and. Governance meetings and but would they even to, care? Would they listen, even care to hear? I mean, Shawshank Redemption. You write enough letters, eventually they want to see you go away. And they'll give you persistence. <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. He crawled through a sewer pipe. What are you talking yeah. about? What, or, you, what letters did he write? About getting the books for the library. Oh, that. Oh, that part. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Just you. Yeah. Just great. Great segue, Bill. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's all good. So, anyway, well, I, I just wanted to bring it up so that you could take a look at it because if you are not a person, <clears throat> maybe new to the show, and you don't understand the destructiveness of the wild hog, you know they 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 show some really good uh, patches of land where they looks like grenade practice, so. and that's going to be part of the show too. I mean, we're going to go after the hogs as well. I mean, we have a plethora of things to go after. 
Coyotes, Listen, hogs. I mean, we're gonna catch him in a trap, and then he's gonna get in and wrestle him. Yay! That'll oh, be awesome. Be <laughs> not. Why won't you? Why don't you go do that? <laughs> I am not gonna go wrestle no greased up pig. It won't be greased. Why up. would it be greasy? Because I know Megan. <laughs> That's why well, she's gonna spray some Westonality over yep. that thing, bad boy, while you're not looking, <laughs> and uh, you get in there and try to do it. Uh, just so you know. Twelve million one hundred and forty-one thousand zero thirty-two guns sold far so far this year. Sold the vast majority of those in the last three months. That uh, still doesn't. It's just a little bit less of the gun sales of uh, the that occurred um, uh, back in what twenty nineteen, early in twenty nineteen, which was thirteen million one hundred ninety-nine thousand one hundred seventy-two. We have a little while to go. Is that an annual? Was that the year, or was that for the same time period? Uh, that was for the year, so it's not the same time period. So we still have plenty of room to uh, beat the record, which I think that I think that's the vast majority of the reason why people are are still continuing to buy. I don't know. There's they. It's just it's nonstop, dude. It is nonstop today. The firearms are flying off the shelf, no matter where you go. And if you're lucky enough to find a gun shop or a local shop that has them in there, then uh, as I tell people all the time, if you see it and that's the one you're thinking about getting, then get it because in a day or two, it's not going to be there. Oh, you're right. I, I was in an academy up in Texas a few weeks ago, and they had no guns. Like right. their whole wall was completely bare. And, and, the, and the thing that we're seeing now is that with all the <coughs> – tactical stuff already out uh, into the general public and not being uh, the distributors not being renourished with them that people are now buying ammo that we're trying to get literally every day for for hunt season hunt season coming up 30 30 30 odd six 270 all that stuff everything that you think that there's just it's everywhere can't find it because people now they can't get a tactical type thing or a two two three or a five five six or a seven point sixty by whatever it is, now they're buying ammo for what they have, because you got to have something. So you know I got one box of thirty odd six left over for hunting season. Now they're thinking this has got to be my primary defensive weapon. So now they're going out and they're buying ten boxes of it oh, yeah. to, to put in the shelf. Or thirty thirty, or thirty five Remington, or whatever it is that you got in the closet or in the gun safe that you use for hunting, now it's being used as a primary uh, defensive weapon, and people are snapping up that ammunition. So it's getting crazy. I, I actually, it's really getting nuts. I don't. I don't own a gun. I don't have one. <laughs> what? What's why? Why is oh, that that's, funny? That's your problem. Why is that funny? <laughs> I just. He's a diva. No, so, there, I mean, there's reasons. Megan, just justifies Megan, it. Megan, Megan. Yeah, Vince, can you get over here real quick? I need you to shoot something for me. <laughs> well, I was going to say. And then let me take my picture with it. Whatever, whatever it is you're going to say, you're going to have to wait till after the break. All right? I'm sorry. It is the big wild outdoors. It's beat up on Vince Day. Uh, so, apparently so. Give us a call. 404-1010. There you go. He's ready to take a whooping. Come on. Uh, we're brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay around here. We'll be back.
Hey, 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 don't touch that. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Hi, everybody. Welcome in. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in this morning. We appreciate you uh, listening to the show. Remember, if you miss any portion of it, we always try to put it up there on our uh, website. We'll, we'll see we have if a link Diego there. has any time now. Diego was doing it. And then Diego <laughs> turned around, and uh, he's getting a little little thin. Now he's all a camera guy, and, and he's got two different shows he's got to shoot for, and blah, 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 blah. So we're going to be low man on the toe to pole. Yeah. But uh, iPad, what is it, uh, iHeartRadio, uh, we got uh, Apple, uh, iTunes, all that stuff. Everywhere, anywhere you can find. I, I searched for it, and I, I found our podcast on things I've never even heard before. I'm like a, you know, pod closet or a brick pod or whatever. I mean, over in Europe and stuff. I'm like, where the who's putting that up there? Where are they getting that from? Are you on Spotify yet? Are we? I think I we are. Know. I think we are on Spotify. Do it, they? I don't know if they like go and snatch it, it and put it everywhere, but yeah. it's like everywhere. Uh, they're how do you? <laughs> they're they're like uh, it's Listen, going all over the place, Mister IT Man. How do you not know where you're at or not at? No, it's it's. Who they're sucking all the feeds from? All these people. Let's say you end up on iTunes. Well, other people are watching what's on iTunes, or they're watching this feed or that feed. And so, well, we're out there on on all these feeds where we we pushed our feed. So anytime uh, we put something out there, they see it. Well, then all these other people watch those people, and it, it's it's crazy. It's uh, it's. But it's, wait, if you buy now. You we'll don't include. You don't have to buy anything. It's all free, so that you can listen to it. And that way, no the, batteries needed. All the people in California uh, keep, uh, you know, they won't bother us anymore because they're the loudest. They always seem oh. to complain when the podcast is not up. So it's always in California, really. Yeah, because you know they're in traffic for like ninety percent of yeah, their lives. That is true. So they got to have something to listen to while they're sitting in the car. Right. I don't. I. I, I, I what? Who's on the phone? Uh, some small child has butt dialed us. <laughs> that that that's Megan's niece too. Oh, uh, I've met that child before. That child is up. Oh, uh, okay. I, I don't remember its name, but it uh, was up fishing uh, with Kelly. my kids. Yes, yeah, that's right. Fishing with my kids up there at uh, Panda Vista. Hi. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is your lousy sister in there with him? No, she's probably <laughs> no, she's probably sleeping, no, being just, lazy. It's just mom and dad and Kelly. Oh, well, good morning. Oh, you're gonna go out and spoil that kid rotten. I got you. I see how it works. You got that right. Yeah, mm. man. Ask her if she ask her if she wants to go hunting next year. Do you want to go hunting? Tell him. Say loud. You can't shake your head. You gotta say yes. <laughs> He's talking to you. Say yes. <laughs> what do you want to hunt, sir? I don't have a deer. Ah. Well, you know, she is. That's awesome. Turkeys. Yeah. Turkeys. And turkeys. You should go with your Aunt Megan. She knows what she's doing. Stay away from vents. So Just come up to the go, station. Go, go. We got a big turkey in the studio. I don't know that Maymay. You want to go with Maymay or Papa? Yeah, what about going with me? What? Maymay? <laughs> <laughs> I saw. Guess what? What? Yeah. I have a. Iguana at my house, and it's in the kennel. Oh. <laughs> an iguana? Is that what she said? She has an iguana may, in her house? May, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but Aunt Maymay, she got me a cute necklace, and Brendan got me a shark, too. Oh, <laughs> nice. Spoiling wow. that kid rotten, That's man. awesome. How cute. That is nice. No, but That's funny story about my dad. My dad, um, he used to be deathly afraid of snakes. 
like deathly afraid. And then he went to University of Miami and studied herpetology to overcome it. So that's kind of so it's cool. it, so it's his fault that there are black mambas running around all over the place in the Everglades. <laughs> yep. Oh, great. Great, jo- great job, Bales. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Great job. I thought it was going to bite me. I threw it out the window. And uh, now they're... Well, now, I got to ask you, are you, uh, are you, are you going to... Uh, have you been down to the Everglades to go help out with the pythons at all? Or are you, uh, you done with snakes? No, I have not, I have not done that yet. But, yeah, I, I would do it. I raised a 14-foot Burmese python, so... I'm not scared of them. Wow. Now, is this part of your daily job? Did you take that herpetology and, and go into that field or decided to become no, a grower? No, I did not do that. There, there really wasn't all that much money in it. Well, that uh, I can understand that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, well, back, 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 back then when I went to the University of Miami, I was jumping off airboats, tagging gators and catching snakes. And we would sit around and say, you can't make any money doing this. And then this Australian-speaking guy came along and filmed what we were already doing and made him in. I think his name was Steve Irwin. Oh, that guy, yeah. Mikey. <laughs> Still the most horrible, yeah. tragic story in, in, in the natural world. And here's a guy that jumps on 16-foot crocodiles and gets taken out by a stingray. But you know by what? Stingray. He, he did what he loved. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's true. I don't know if he loved the stingray part, but yeah, sure, I'll go along with it. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I think about how many stingrays I've kicked out of the way or, or had whack me and stuff, and uh, you know, right. it's just it was tragic that uh, it's like it would be like hearing Evil Knievel died uh, because he uh, fell off of his walker. You know, I mean, it was like, it was like, that would be a good comparison. Yeah, it was like, oh, the man broke every bone in his body jumping over the Caesar's Palace, still alive. He, did you hear what Knievel fell off his walker and he died? You know he's local, right? Who is? Uber Knievel? Yeah, was. Oh, yeah, he used to live in Largo. Yeah, I know. He used to come play golf at uh, Feather Sound, and they had to go pay people to get his clubs back out of the lake. <laughs> yep. so, what you're, so what you're saying is Megan came by uh, her outdoors prowess uh, naturally? I, well, you're asking me that, right? Yes, yeah. I'm not asking I me. Mean, I didn't well, raise okay. that woman. Well, <laughs> well, what happened is I, we started, I started her out dub hunting at like four years old. And she was the best bird dog I ever had. I don't think she ever lost a bird. Yeah, it's the first job every kid gets on a dove field, man. Yeah. She, yeah. She's like that with the pythons, too, because all we kept hearing was Megan, Python! Python! <laughs> so, yeah, you did good. She's got a pretty good eye. Yeah, that that is true. Um, uh, the problem is is that uh, she's got it trained on uh, all the other things that uh, you can't make money on, like you pointed out. You know, pythons. Yeah. Well, you know. yeah. But I could tell you a funny story with her on the dove. Hi, Amanda. Oh. Hi, Callie. <laughs> All right. But but first time we get, we get out there, she's asking a million questions about what are we going to do and all that. And she's like, like um, she's sitting there saying, how do you tell the difference between a mommy dove and a daddy dove and uh-huh. a baby dove and all that, right? Sure. So all of a sudden, we start shooting, right? <clears throat> and uh, Megan's go. Megan's sitting there going, there's one, Dad, there's one, Dad, there's one, Dad, here comes another one, Dad. And I said, and all of a sudden I stopped, I said, Megan, what about the mommy, daddy, and baby doves? 
She goes, shut up and start shooting. You just missed one. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like when I took my daughter the first time, all of a sudden every bird in the sky turned into a dove. So, you know, <laughs> you know kildees, uh, blackbirds, everything. There's one, there's a shoot. I can't shoot that one. It's a kildee. Can't shoot that one. It's a blackbird. Uh, you know, it's so, you know, but uh, all of a sudden they all are the same anymore once they start flying over the field. Well, now, what are you guys out? What are you guys out doing today? You just out um, driving around and uh, going fishing? What do you? Yeah. Doing? Well, we are just out. We're, we've got some errands we got to run and stuff like that. So, so we are out, and um, then we have a big seafood boil tonight. Oh, nice! So, Very yeah. nice. Uh, is that going to be on an episode of Living the Water Life or uh, what, what, what time is it for? <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 Megan's going, so it, it's a friend's birthday party, and they're having a big seafood boil. Oh, so. very nice. That'll be good. Yeah. So, uh, you going to bring some eel over there and throw it in the pot, Meg? <laughs> yeah, maybe some iguana. <laughs> iguana cheek. Iguana. Iguana, you know, python. Sure. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. awesome. Soft shell turtle, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah, some cooter turtles out there. Get them in there, throw them in the pot. <laughs> yeah. Soft shell's actually very <laughs> good eating. Uh, it's just a pain to clean. <laughs> well, you guys go have fun. Go stop by Walmart. Get something nice for that kid. Why Walmart? All right, no problem. We'll do that. All right. Good talking to you guys. All right, go All have right. fun. Yeah. Get us Bye. 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 Yeah, I, I met her uh, two years ago. I think was the first time you brought her out to go fish at the Panfish yeah, like Challenge. Pan. Yeah. yeah, and she did extremely well. She's a go-getter. I wonder where she gets that from. I don't know. Because her mama ain't like that. I don't know. Why are you hanging out with that child? Look what you've done. <laughs> yes, that's a good thing, though. We talked about that. Teach the kids, man. You just, you just scared the hell out of about 10,000 liberals that tuned into the show. That kid is out killing doves. Oh, my God. It's the end of the world. Gonna don't take be a offended. Take a break. It is the Big Wild Outdoors brought to you by G59. Brandon Ford, we're all here. So, come on. We'll see you. Here we are. It's the Biggie Wild Outdoors live uh, in the uh, studio. Still looking pretty good outside. It looks pretty nice. So uh, they got the big giant uh, boat parade that's happening today. It's going to be filtering through the pass at Clearwater, known as Clearwater Pass. Uh, Somewhere around 10 o'clock, the boats are now gathering offshore as we speak. They're trying to hit the world record. What was it? Over 1,080? Something like that. And they had 3,000 registered. Yeah, we talked so to... Uh, half Captain, of them show up. We had Captain America. Mike We had Captain <laughs> Mike Amex call in a little earlier and gave us a rundown on it. And they're going to be going all the way from Clearwater Pass all the way down uh, to the Skyway. So that means they're probably going to go cut through the Bogusiega area there, go the back way out through there. Although there's that one low bridge there. Mm, you have to go it. out around the other side of it. because that. Yeah, they may have to go bridge. out around Fort DeSoto kind yeah. of deal. But uh, they're going to be going out there. It's going to be a lot of people out there uh, going idle speed all God, the way down through. Could you through. imagine the boat ramps this morning? Oh, they, he said it was, uh, it was tough. Moly. Well, you got the St. Pete Open going on, so yeah. guys are putting in all over because you don't have to start down at the Magnuson. They start no, you go wherever you want. everywhere. So uh, you got those guys out there, Maximo, whatever it is, everything's going to be filled up. And then uh, 
you got this event going on today. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be uh There's gonna be some issues at the boat ramps. It's gonna be a crazy day out on the Waga there. So uh I got a gentleman who's um uh Tim who's uh texting me back and forth on the uh, messenger thing. Uh he said, Where's it at? I said it's uh, he was asking about the St. Pete Open. It's down at the Magnuson Hotel, which is down just before the Skyway. It's the last exit there uh, as you get off to go to Maximo, yep. where the old Skyway Jacks used to be and all that stuff. Instead of turning right to go to the Maximo boat ramp, you turn left, and then at the first right, you turn right and go right down, there. and there it is. There's the Magnuson. Look right for all there. the cars and all the boats. You'll find exactly. it. Exactly. And, and uh, you know, I was letting him know that the latest I would get there would be about 3 o'clock. Uh, otherwise, you're going to be parking on the side of the road. I would get there at noon. Uh, we've been there at noon before, and it's, uh, you get the early guys who start coming in early on the way in, and then you've got uh, guys who bring in the big monsters who always want to wait till the end. Uh, they'll hang out on the boat, whatever. they got time because they want to show off. You know, They want to make sure the crowd's there. When they lift up that you know 120-pound grouper, <laughs> you know, somebody's like, yeah. <laughs> And uh, they do some really cool stuff. Last year they did a live feed with a drone, you know, over the whole crowd and everything, and Facebook Live. Did. We usually go every year. I know. I we, go. You going to go? I got to go to Plant City today, so I'm not going to be able to make it oh, down man. there today. Yeah, I know it sucks. But anyway. It's like a tradition, man. I saw something this past week, and I was excited to have Megan in here because I wanted to ask her this question. And, uh, and since Bill George originally uh, flew down here from Pennsylvania, Many, many moons ago, but uh, spent enough time there to know the mentality of the folks up there in that neck of the woods. Vince, on the other hand, he just wants somebody to come kill the Canadian geese out by his lake. So it's, it's <laughs> no evil. But uh, our good buddy Mike Mahoney uh, posted something this past week that it's been asked of a lot of hunters. And it's always amazing to see the answers whenever somebody posts this. He had a big old picture of a majestic albino buck and asked a simple question would you shoot it yes or no and of course i always say well yeah yeah, yes. yeah. i was like <laughs> let me check the freezer it's like yep. whatever <laughs> but now you know in a lot of places they won't allow you to do that and uh you know if now we're talking all white not a piebald buck or you know a doe or something where some states you know that that doesn't pass for an albino. It's just a pieball type deer, and you can shoot those in areas. I got one out in Missouri one year. It was really nice. But the all snow white, true albino, you know, pink eyes, the whole nine yards. You know, some places they're sacred. <laughs> in some places, they're just considered bad luck if you do shoot them. Sorry. I need a moment. And then uh, in other places, like I guess apparently Pennsylvania, it's bad luck if you shoot one of those. How is it bad luck if it's any different than uh, than any other brown deer I, that's running around? I didn't. I didn't say that. You did say that. Hey, white deer. I said in matter. some places it's considered that. Where where I where, don't where, in, where, that. where is it considered bad luck to shoot a, an albino? That's just what I hear people saying. Deer. So would you shoot it in the north? I would. Right. Uh, well, you know the consensus in this room. I well, yeah. I absolutely. <laughs> is would. is it awesome. illegal? Yeah. Animal to harvest. Does it make, is it what I'm there to harvest? Yeah. No, you take I'm the there to get a deer. Well, I'm not there to get, I'm not a, I'm not a horn hunter. Okay. All right. I'm, so if you shoot it to get the meat, are you going to have it like stuffed when you're done? No. I am going to keep the hide. Yeah. You'd keep the hide. Yeah. I'd keep the hide. I sure. Would. Why not? 
I mean, uh, I would keep the hide for sure. I mean, uh, if it was a nice buck, I'd get him mounted. Sure. If it was a good rack, I mean, like the one that Mike had on there, sure, that sucker could end up on the wall, no problem. But I find it funny how many people get there and they go, oh, no, I'd rather look at it than uh, than, than, than shoot it. I'd rather look at it than eat it. I'd rather no, I'd, I'd rather have it. to take no, the pictures. Well, doesn't that person realize that they'd rather look at it, but the person behind him is going to shoot it, so it's going to get killed anyway? Exactly. And the yeah. other thing is, is it's just like when uh, Steve Austin and I used to come into the radio station dressed in camo and the sales ladies would be like, oh, you guys are going out to kill Bambi again? And we're like, uh, yeah, we're going to go deer hunting. And they were like, I just can't believe you. How could you shoot a deer? And we're like, yeah, because they're delicious. And now you walk in, they go, walk in with camos. And they would say, what, are you guys going to go out and shoot Bambi? No, we're going hog hunting. Oh, yeah, I don't care about those. (laughs) So if it's cute and cuddly, then, uh, you know, for heaven's sakes, don't shoot it. So I asked myself this. If it was a snow white albino hog that ran out in the woods, is it bad luck to shoot one of those, Bill George? Not from my experience. Is there any bad mojo attached to an all-white albino squirrel that I pop out of a pine tree? Not my bad mojo. No, I'm just saying. What about that, an albino python? Uh, albino python. Yeah, that'd be cool. my, uh, I'm just saying that anything else that you re- that you put that color on, uh, they don't seem to have a, a, a unless it's a, like a moose or a, a, a buffalo. Heaven forbid a buffalo. No, forget it. But it's okay to shoot a polar bear, right? They're white all the time. So <laughs> not I guess anymore. So I guess it's not uh, nothing unique. And now if you saw a black polar bear, everybody would be like, no, no, no. They're too rare. Can't do that. No, you can't take that one. I'd be like, ah, it's like Bill George said. It's still a polar bear. It's legal to take. If it's a legal harvest, I don't care if, it, if you want to harvest it. That's your right to harvest it. Yeah. I just, I always found that it's funny that there are only certain animals that are considered to be cute or have been uh, used in a Disney movie uh, that are attributed to where you can't do that to them. But put that same thing on anything else, and it's like, oh, yeah, whatever. White rabbits, <laughs> bang, shoot them all day. White squirrel, boom, bang, shoot them all day. No, no, no problem. White pigs, <laughs> slaughter millions. Okay. I've shot polka dotted white, pigs. White chickens, go ahead, do it. Do what you got to do. Yeah, they're all good. But when you put that color on a deer, <gasps> it's majestic. It's gorgeous. <laughs> it's it's a spirit animal. <laughs> you, you can't do that. It's it's bad mojo. I mean, is it cool to see? Yes. Sure it is. It's amazing to see. And here's how cool it is. That's why you shoot it, because then you put it on your wall. You, you can see it exactly. every day. <laughs> exactly. I'm with her. You can shoot it every single day in your mind. There it is right there, man. You should see it. It was a heck of a shot. 300 yards. Well, right there. The, for, me, for me, it is a freak of nature. In nature, albino items, you know, animals tend not to live because they do not have the uh, hiding ability, yeah. you know. And so they're, and then sometimes it's like, man, you you've survived this long, you've you've beaten the odds this long. Maybe maybe I'll. That was one of the mentalities that you'll see on there is that you know this thing has been, uh, you know, had it tough all of its life. Because you know it can't hide like all the other deers, and so you know he deserves a little more respect because he made it this far. Do you need a tissue? And I'm like, yeah, I'm getting a little fucked. But I I find it funny that. All the other deer have been fighting the same fight all their entire lives, but for some reason, because they're a different uh, shade, that uh, they don't they get the same They have more courtesy. camouflage. It doesn't matter. They're it still does. being hunted. They're still being hunted. 
I mean, you think about the poor turkeys. Why wouldn't everybody who pulls a trigger on a gobbler go, do you know how hard this poor creature's life has been? From the day it hatched out of the egg, actually before it even hatched out of the egg, it's been pursued as food. Yes, oh, by everything. By everything. By bobcats, by start... snakes, by hawks, red-tailed hawks, by foxes, <laughs> by fire ants, by everything else. True. And it's made, so it, it's made it to a majestic stance with a 13-inch beard. We should give it reverence and not shoot it. I say you shoot it and eat it and thank them for it. The thing, the simple fact yes. is, is that every single creature on the planet, from the even a human being baby, has what? had that same exact struggle. Because if it's a mullet, something's been trying to eat it since it was an egg. True. If it's a shri- if it's a shiner, a bass, a brim, it's all been trying to get eaten by something somewhere every single day of its life. So white uh, albino deer. Smoke, Smokey says uh, it's not bad luck to shoot it. It's bad luck for the deer to be white. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's a pretty good yeah. way to put it. That is true. That's true. Well, you know I what? Know, Maybe if you I know Vince said he'd shoot it, but I just wonder what color or what caliber gun his bird is. Well, since I don't have it, you know what, Bill? You always got to bust my chops. Let's take a break. You know what? I got the perfect rifle for you. Which Remington one? Model 7308. Perfect for everything. Perfect. Perfect. It's short. It's easy to carry. It's all good. You need one. I mean, I, I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry, Bill George. I can't tell you what you need. I can only suggest what maybe you would want. I'm good with that. I, I, I trust your opinion. You just tell me you, what I need to get. Right? When you go to go hunt, I'll go loan you a gun. All right. Fast break. Big and Wild Outdoors. Brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be right back. Wild Outdoors, Braden Gunn, Bill George, Diego, Vince Noble, Mega Males, Jonathan's out at the auction, so we're here live in the studio. And, and you know what happened for the first time in a while today? What's that? On the way to coming to the show, I didn't worry about my tires. Because you got two new tires. No. You got one new tire? I got Four. What? Four new tires. Are they all the same kind? They're all the same brand. <laughs> really? Last weekend, I had a blowout. I think and that's when the I... first time ever that truck's ever had four tires that actually are <laughs> from the same. Same, and, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. same tire. I actually turned around awesome. on Thursday. I went in over there in Plant City to the Mavis, used to be Kaufman Tires, mm-hmm. and they took care of me extremely well. Cut you a good deal? Get you a good big wild deal. Tires get one free. Big wild deal. They treated me extremely well. Did they tire balance all that stuff all for you know alignment tire balance? I had them change the oil and flush the power steering. Good lord, that truck! That truck is like it hadn't been before. That truck's gonna fall apart, dude. You took all the dirt off of it. On top of that, (laughs) no, the dirt's still on the outside. On top of that, while I was sitting there waiting, and between customers coming in and waiting. We actually talked hunting and fishing. <gasps> in, pu- in public? That's crazy talk. In the public. You know, yeah. you would get about 25 miles per gallon in that truck if you would just take out the 9,745 pounds of crud in the back <laughs> of it. I did take some of it out yesterday 
just so that I could put in my Blackstone griddle. <laughs> I actually have the Blackstone in the truck right now. Why don't you clean that truck out? I'm curious to see what's in the you know, underneath that. He can too. It's, I think it's structural integrity now. If he takes it all out, it would just literally collapse upon itself. <laughs> the balance will be all. Yeah, it would be all totally screwed up. As you notice with Bill George, once he takes one item out, he has to add two. Well, so it's like uh, if I take out these two things, I took out two spare tires, so now I had to put like my grill in the back of it. <laughs> it's like the, it'll throw the whole balance off. Uh, for some reason, it's uh, you know it's a weird thing. For me, for me, it's all about the seasons. When the next season, like today, alligator season starting, I will clean out everything from the past seasons to out of the truck to make room for the new season. But I don't clean the old stuff out until I got to get the new stuff in. You're just to, uh, prepared. That's yeah, all. I'm just prepared. Bill, Bill and I. Uh, <laughs> I used to. I used to in the back of the truck. I always kept a bag in the back, um, with my uh, DK Flatwoods netting camo in there. I kept one a set of the camo, because you never knew when somebody was going to call and say, hey, "Do you want to go run out?" Whatever. And so I always kept it in the back because I could show up with shorts and flip flops or whatever. Always kept a box of shotgun shells on the other side, 12-gauge shotgun shells, because, you know, you never know when somebody's going to call and go, hey, man, we're going dove hunting this afternoon. You want to go? Be right there. Just got to swing by and get my gun. You know, it's like, or if you didn't have them, you know, you're like, I only have one box. Wait, I got an extra box in the truck. But there's a difference. I would <laughs> ride in your truck with all that in there. I'm not going in his truck, dude. I don't know what's in that truck. Uh, you got Anything to... you need. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that ever scares me about Bill George's truck is if we ever hit anything head on, all that stuff in the back is going to come straight forward. to the front. <laughs> and it could be anything from a spear gun to turkey uh, claws. It, 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 it could, could be. Uh, <laughs> Do you still have the turkey claws in the, in the dash? No, not right now. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, it could, it could, you know, there's probably a Civil War saber in there somewhere. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just in there. It's all good. Vince's well, vehicle, on the other hand, is very safe. Koozies do not hurt. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Actually, they add more padding, so you're probably going to survive. Once they all go from the back to the front, it's like a giant pillow that's Diego around Diego's saying to himself, I don't know what I got myself into. It's all good. <laughs> well, now, uh, first day of gator season, of course, started today. You're not going to make it. 5 p.m. But you're, but 5 you're going out next Saturday. Next Saturday. And I believe, do you want to give the spot or no? Well, the tags that I'm going to go out in the and water. help with is uh, on Lake Hancock. And, and now, are, a good lake. are you guys going to bowfish? Are you going to harpoon them? We're going to snatch hook them. And okay. because we're gearing it towards the kids, um, there will probably be a spear gun involved because it's hard for a young kid to throw a harpoon oh, yeah. and get, get it. it. So a spear gun's usually a lot or, easier. Know, get them on a rod and reel. Let get them on a rod and reel. And we're going to... Let the kids fight them. It's it's going to be awesome. about the kids. Oh yeah, so. definitely. Well, when we go, I want to do the harpoon again. I, I you're enjoy live catching. You are live catching. There is no harpoon involved in your your. You want harvest. me to grab him by the tail and yank him in the boat? No, we <laughs> grab him by the lips. <laughs> okay. The lips. I, I you got to jump off the boat. No, no, no. no. That ain't gonna happen. I am completely serious. We will be grabbing the alligator. Holding his mouth shut, tape him up, bring him in, take your picture with him. After him. Megan and I are done, you can come take your picture. <laughs> 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 and then then we'll we'll you mainly 
really selling it. Or? Are you going to use the uh, dog catcher uh, thingamahopper? We'll probably put a snare on them. That That's way, actually, that way, yeah. That actually is a lot of fun. I mean, I know it sounds kind of crazy, but uh, Steve and I went up to Gilcrest Hunt Club one night and spent a whole night, and we, we literally filled two boats with alligators doing it that way. Expect to get wet. Expect to, uh, you know, freak out a couple of times. Well, you, hold pants. on, you've, you've asked, long you've asked like I've never done this. I mean, I did go out with Travis, and we no, harpooned no, him. No, no, this is putting a snare over the top, tightening it down, yeah, at, yeah. M- mouth wide open, and then bringing him in. spinning all over, flipping all over the that boat, will be fun. and she's going to boom, boom, splash. And then you got to get it over the side, get somebody to get his mouth closed, start taping him before you even pull him in, and... And then uh, tape Let's, him like a bad guy, you know, arms behind the back and, uh, you know, front legs. I, don't I will get his mouth held tight. You can come in, put the tape on him once he's secured. Dun, dun. I will if not, not have, you, I will not dun, dun. have you grabbing an untaped alligator. That's what it's going to be. Oh, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I, I want to go out and do the gator hunt again. I had a blast. The second time I went, yeah, but see, you went out, you went out with <laughs> Travis. And what'd you come back with, like a four footer that yeah, you guys had like, hit on a road or three, something? Three or six. We had three six footer, seven footers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they're not a twelve foot gator, but still, still fun. It's a little different. no, no. Don't get me wrong. What you did is a blast. Uh, it is an absolute blast. Yeah. But what you're going to have the next time will not even be in the same league. So we'll it's it like it's bit. like frog gigging, like. Gigging them is fun, but it's a lot more fun when you just catch them a lot. Yeah. Catch them by hand? Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's always kind of fun to do that. I, you know, I'm not, I, I, it's funny because I'm less worried about the alligator or a shark than I was the stupid snake. I And I believe that. I, I, Why? It's I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't like snakes. I'm not no, a snake. No. I've, I've hated snakes my entire life. You don't like alligators, but you're just, it's a different fear. It, yeah. And, and it's. That's normal. And just gator hunting, like, period, is awesome because it's just so unique than any other type of hunting. Well, I like it because we can have a group of people, and especially if you're targeting big alligators, one person does not do the whole job. There's somebody on a rod. There's somebody trying to snare. There's somebody trying to harpoon. There, you know, there's so many different parts. Somebody's trying to drive it. the boat, keep you from going in the weeds, <laughs> oh, yeah. the tree limb, well, watch you your go, head. If you go with Chris, you're not worried about the weeds or the <laughs> trees or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, and then you get, you know, if you get a big gator, you, you need help getting them in the boat. Yeah. 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 It's so. it's down yeah. there. It's it's tough. Ask him. 13 and a half footer. Yeah. But it was it's, not an easy one. <laughs> See, I'm excited for that. They're all work. That I I am excited for. I'm ready to go. I I think Vince, since he's you know the live part's not as 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 comfortable for him, his sole job is going to get the alligator blood out of the bottom of the boat. Yeah. Well, that'll be a lot of fun well, for you. Do that job. You can be the rinse off guy. No, no, no. It's like Jello. He will be able to pick it up Blah. and just pick it up Blah. and set it out of the boat. Whatever. You can handle it, buddy. That, 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 you act like that bothers me. That's not going to bother me. I don't we'll care. See. We'll see. That Are you kidding? Me. You're the guy who screamed like a like an antsy because you didn't want to touch the slimy snake. I don't want to touch the slimy snake. It's so slimy. I didn't uh, say anything about so being slimy. I just oh didn't want to get bit. It's so slimy. I wasn't worried about the slimy or what it's. They're not <laughs> slimy. I'm, I'm, kidding. Not I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Golly, I'm kidding. man. I'm kidding. Hey. Actually, the only thing that worries me about a python is what happened to Megan. I don't care. The bite, I've been bit by, you know, snakes before many times, big snakes that, you know, yeah, you're going to bleed. Yeah, it hurts, but it's not death. 
Right. Okay. The one thing that bothers me is if that sucker, when it starts getting around your neck and it starts to constrict, that's when I start freaking out. Because if you. If you've ever felt one that's over four foot, that's even on your arm when they start <laughs> oh, to scream, oh, they're they're relentless. You, too. I mean, they you just... you lose feeling in your fingers. You'll it'll stop the blood, and it doesn't take very long if it gets around your neck and starts going, you know, to go. Hey, can you guys help me get this thing up? And then that's it. And uh, then next thing you know, you're not breathing, and that's yep. not a good thing. So, and then Megan get them around will, my neck. Forget it. Megan will say. And oh, by the way, there's an opening for a host. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I that one right there is uh, that's the only part that would worry me about something that that large. Yeah. I've seen the one. That, I don't know if you've seen the video. Of the woman who was trying to feed the one that she pulled out of a drawer it was a big one. It got around her waist, and, then, and it was like it around was her Facebook, arms, yeah. and she's trying to peel it off like it's a girdle. And I was like. That's when the old bench maid comes out and it goes later. Sticky, 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 sticky. Uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm poking yeah. holes. That's in the that video thing. I saw a week before we went to the Everglades. <laughs> oh, <my> great! <laughs> <laughs> well, then good that you didn't run into one of those uh, 14, 15 footers. That would have been a, a bad day. Uh, and I still don't understand why you have to catch those things live. I'm off with its head. It makes it more fun. Yeah, whatever. You enjoy it. You don't. You don't Can't have to keep catch them alive it's it's easier to keep them healthy you know from you don't have spoiling. to carry around a cooler full of ice you know yeah. you just keep them alive in a pillowcase and it's a lot easier mm, no no it's not it's easier to shoot them in the head and throw them in the back of the truck because at that point he's done yeah but if you if you catch a bunch of them you got to have some big coolers with a lot of ice i mean some of these snakes are huge throw them in the back of the truck you gotta have them on ice. You gotta eat them. <laughs> you well, don't want to spoil the meat or ruin the, the skin. Come on now. Yeah, sure. Like the hide on a water moccasin isn't beautiful. No, what you know what? water moccasin. I don't see anybody putting them on ice and taking them down and making wallets out of them. No, but there are more than one on a bow. A bow. Yeah. Huh? They use the water moccasin hides for on the bow. On oh, the that limbs. is that is yep. true. All right, we gotta get out of here. Thanks, guys, for coming in, living the Appreciate water life, it. living the water life TV. Vince Noble, Megan Bales. Of course, Bill is here. And uh, Jonathan, we'll see what he gets us next week. I'm, I'm hoping for a new cooler and a tractor. <laughs> It'll be cool. Thank you. Welcome back, Diego. We're glad you're healthy. You guys, go out and enjoy your weekend. It's going to be a great time. See you next Saturday. Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford. See you guys. Have fun. <laughs>